welcome to the show. This is episode 63. This is going to be a uh, first in a way. This is a, a road trip series, but it's going to be the first one I'm recording video and putting it up on YouTube. Um, these episodes are weird enough to do just talking uh, while driving. Um, it's going to be even weirder, I think, to do it uh, while I'm trying to look at a camera and look at myself, which is fucking weird. But uh, I got some things on my mind, as as I do, and you know this this week um, in in the in the Phoenix Warriors group. Uh, by the way, if you don't know what that is, um, you can join uh, the Warriors Tribe. Five dollars a month will get you access to a certain section of the Divorced Men's Network Discord. It will get you texts from me. I send out texts on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday being sort of a uh, setting the tone, a motivational, a mindset type of text. Wednesday is typically, or not typically, Wednesdays are quotes. And then Friday, I follow up with a, a short-ish video on the topic for the, for the week. And I pick a theme each week. So this particular week was the theme of excuses. And... I've been thinking a lot lately about sort of, and uh, in, in possibly because of, or, or partially because I've been listening to, to David, Gog, David Goggins' uh, audiobook, Can't Hurt Me. Man, what a fucking story. I'm not um, maybe a quarter of the way through, but uh, what a crazy story so far. And um, he, he has this thing called the accountability mirror, and that sort of ties into excuses in a way. We hold ourselves accountable, then the excuses uh, disappear. If we're if we're really truly holding ourselves accountable, but uh, the way that he does it is, is I would say harsh, you know. Uh, and, and and I started thinking about that. Why is that bad? Is that healthy? Um, he says he talks a lot about you know if you're fat, you know look in the mirror and tell yourself you're fucking fat. You need to lose some fucking weight. Uh, he curses a lot, which is near and dear to my heart because I like to curse. But and I started thinking about the harshness of that self-talk because I think negative self-talk is um, was well, not healthy. But then I started thinking about also Sean Whalen and how he, when he says shit like "If your wife left you, it's your fucking fault," and I think, and perhaps I'm wrong, but I think why these guys say these things. Not that they're right or wrong or whatever, that's a whole debate, but it's because of the shock factor. When you hear Sean Whalen say, if your wife left you and it's your fucking fault, you, your ears perk up, you know, um, in, in, in a few different ways. It could be a fuck you, who are you kind of way, which I can understand that. Or it can be a, yeah, he's so right, I, it's all my fault. But either way, you're listening. And I think for me, it's what happens after that. So now that they have your attention, it's what they say after. And, it's, and with the case of Mr. Whalen, what he gets to is that if you don't believe that, then that means your power is being given away. And I think that's a really critical component because, it, and people think of power in different ways, but what it means to me is that I'm giving the power to, uh, so I don't know, fix or... 
uh, correct or lead or what you know run my life I'm giving it away and I think that's really really important to sort of to wrap your head around it to believe because at the end of the day that is true your life is in your hands and if you decide that someone else is responsible then who the fuck is gonna fix or run or improve it's probably the better word your life well nobody if, if it's not in your hands whose fucking hands is it in and so i think the shock factor of things like you're a fat motherfucker or you fucked up your marriage is 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 what draws you in or makes you listen but i think it's the follow-up and and what david goggins is sort of saying is it's it's essentially the same thing it's it's up to you and so fuck your excuses um now i do again i'm not sure you have to talk to yourself in that way or and i and i don't think you have to take full responsibility for the demise of your marriage but you have to take response responsibility for your part and so that's i think i think we i think him and i and, and david goggins and by the way i'm not trying to those guys are famous and you know really really fucking successful and fucking david goggins was a, a fucking seal and a, and a ranger i think i mean I'm not trying to compare myself to that man, but, um, you know, I, I think when you hear, at least for me, when I hear these guys, I always try to apply it to, 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 to what I do and what I'm trying to do, uh, not only for all of you that listen and contribute, my warriors, if, but for myself. And, and I think one of the things that I feel like I'm fairly decent at is sort of translating in ways that make sense to me anyhow and, and hopefully um, can apply. So some of the lessons that can be taken from a Whalen or, or, or Jocko or any of these, I haven't really dove into Jocko too much, but um, these guys, I, 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 I take that and apply it to what you're, we are going through in terms of a divorce. Because all of these lessons, these life lessons that sometimes come up on these podcasts with, with guests, with myself, they can be pl- applied. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. You don't have to be going through a divorce for it to be relevant to your life. Um, you know, their negative self-talk is something that everyone experiences. Um, you know, uh, letting go of things is difficult for everybody. So, I, I wanted to kind of dive into to excuses and 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 talk about what I've sort of been picking up lately and thinking about in terms of. How, how much are we holding ourselves back with with excuses? Uh, I, I'm sure that I am. I'm sure of it. Uh, I don't know for sure. You know, I could probably pinpoint some. Um, uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe it's my work situation uh, isn't going well, and, and I can point a lot of fucking fingers. But at the end of the day, it's on me. Um, I'm I'm not doing my part I feel like I'm putting in the effort but maybe I'm maybe I need to course correct to change change tactics or something of that nature uh, I don't know but if I'm if I'm sure that I'm right or if I am leaning on excuses then I'll never be able to find that out right I'll never be able to pinpoint 
ways to improve or, or um, things to work on or whatever, if I'm not at least acknowledging that maybe I'm wrong and fuck my excuses. And I think sometimes it is easy to let, a, let ourselves off the hook. When, when we know we're doing wrong, we shouldn't be letting ourselves off the hook. But we also shouldn't walk around punching ourselves in the balls either. I mean, that doesn't help either. So it's it's a, I think it's a it's a balance. It's really a tricky balance. I think fucking life is a balance, man. Honestly, um, I think sometimes we're too hard on ourselves, and sometimes we're not hard enough on ourselves. I think sometimes we fuck up and don't acknowledge it and sometimes we have fucking victories and we don't celebrate them. Um, you know, I've been thinking a lot about a lot, but I've been thinking a lot lately about how can I help people? How can I get better at it? How can I, what am I doing wrong? And, you know, I had a conversation with a gentleman, I think it was yesterday, and he is coming off a suicide attempt and he is very distraught and he misses her loves her and she is perfect and all of these things and I'm I'm trying to point out that she's not perfect but he doesn't want to hear it and and I think sometimes this this happens where a we men think we need to demonize our exes because that is it does make it safe right it makes us you know it's easy to to, to distract ourselves from our pain if we can be angry and point our finger at, at, at someone else. But I also think there is a perception that that's what we all do. But we all don't do that. And, and more importantly, you don't need to do that. If, if, if you have to do that, then that's an issue. That, that You're leaning on your anger way too much. And that's a slippery fucking slope that leads to no good, really. But, it, but it's important to see someone in their reality in their actions. If someone cheated on you, I'm sorry, they're not perfect. If someone lied to you, I am sorry, they're not perfect. First of all, let's just, nobody's fucking perfect. Let's put that out there, right? Um, nobody's perfect. That's just, that doesn't exist. But when you're going through this in the beginning stages, in the very, very beginning, you just, you can't stand the thought of not being with this person. You, you, um, what's the opposite of demonized? Angel eyes, angelic eyes. I don't know what the fuck the word is, but you know what I'm saying. You've done it, I'm sure. Oh, she's so awesome. She's the best thing ever, and I'll, I can't live without her, and all that horse shit that we say to ourselves. We don't need to completely flip that around and demonize everything they do. Quite frankly, that's what they did to us. At least mine did. Because she needed to justify her actions. I don't want to be that kind of guy. Now, I don't particularly like my ex, but I don't think that she's... A, evil succubus and she caused all of these problems. I mean, she did cause all the problems in a way uh, from the point of leaving, right? That's when all the problems developed. But she didn't leave solely because she was an evil woman. She left partially because I was at times a shitty husband. And here's where I think where women and men, I think this is, and I don't know, man, I just this is where I think some of the, the differences lie. Um, it, I mean, and it comes down to communication. I think men, fellas, we're really bad at communicating. And we're really bad at being vulnerable in our communication. And I know there's a whole red pill thing out there to be not be vulnerable in front of your women. And that horseshit. 
I think it's the opposite in some ways. Um, and I don't mean, I'm not talking vulnerable like cry into her fucking lap. I'm talking about, hey, this is bothering me. Hey, that is bothering me. Hey, these are my feelings about whatever. But we don't do that. We keep it inside. And then we, but we still have these feelings and emotions. And then we shame ourselves for having them because, oh, we're men. We're not, we're not pussies. What am I? My feelings are hurt because she flirted with a dude or whatever, whatever the scenario is. And then you feel bad because you're having feelings and emotions, God forbid. And then you shame yourself. So then you bury it down deep even fucking further. And so then we don't share anything. And sometimes even including wins. It's like we're afraid to express ourselves. And I think that's what leads to the disconnection. And I'm not trying to put it all on our shoulders as men. That's, no, no, no. There could be ways that women could help foster this. I don't know what that is. I don't know the fucking answer. But I don't like saying it's any one gender's fault. Um, we are bad at communicating. And I think, you know, there, there, there has to be ways for women to help foster that. To allow us to be vulnerable. To express ourselves. And I think... The other thing that happens is because we can't stand, we're not supposed to be able to stand the emotions and the feelings, and we've sort of turned those off because society has told us to. And the women come to us with vulnerabilities and crying, they're upset. I know I've done this, man. And if you haven't done this as a man, I think you're a fucking liar. But maybe I'm wrong. She would come to me upset about something at work, and I would be like, I wouldn't want to hear it just because I couldn't deal with the emotion of it because I'm not emotional in that kind of way, or, or at least I'm not supposed to be, right? And I've shoved that down, and I've shamed it away. And then here she comes with these emotions and feelings, and I'm like, fuck those things. Like, I don't wanna, tell me what the problem is and I'll solve it. Don't cry to me about something. Well, newsflash, that's a shitty thing to do. It just is, it's not holding space, it's not allowing for someone to feel. And I, I know for me, I made that mistake because of the fact that I couldn't handle the emotions. I couldn't deal with it. And so I pushed her away when those moments would come. And I robbed myself and her of the opportunity to strengthen our relationship. Because I should have been there in an emotional kind of way for her. And I wasn't. And I, I don't think I'm alone in that. I think many, many of us out there do that and have, have done that. And, and hopefully, we can, we can knock that shit off. And, and when people talk about, you know, getting in touch with your emotions, fuck's sakes, it doesn't mean we gotta grab a box of tissues and cry, it, you know, like, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It, it more means, I think, be able to express your emotions when they come so they don't fester and foster into other things. Like, if I'm pissed at you, it's probably because you hurt my feelings. And I may be able to say that in a way that conveys it and, and allows it to be addressed. Instead, we stuff it down or it becomes anger because we don't know what the fuck to do with it. And again, then they come around, right? with their emotions, we can't fucking handle it. Because we don't know how to do that. We don't know how to do emotions. We're logical. What's the problem? I'll fucking solve it for you. Don't, don't cry to me about how she's a bitch to you. Punch her in the face or, or whatever, you know what I mean? Like we, we just, we're not very good at that. So I, I, 
it's it's something that I hope that I've improved on. Um, I won't know until I'm in a real long-term relationship again, but I'm certainly trying to improve on that. And I don't think that that makes me a pussy. I don't think that that makes me feminine. Um, and by the way, who, who gives a fuck? Feminine, masculine, I... Man, how about just happiness and, and contentment? And But I do think getting in touch with your feminine side is good. But again, it doesn't mean I'm sitting around with a fucking uh, a nail polish bottle and painting my fucking toenails pink. Like, it just doesn't... That's not what it means, man. And I think in this in this culture, in this world, I think we take things to extremes sometimes, a lot of times. We hear something and we we make assumptions and make make assumptions about the extremities of it. Like, oh, you want to get in touch with your feminine side? Oh, you want to wear a fucking lingerie and like paint your toenails? No, motherfucker. It means I want to be able to express my emotions in a way that is healthy and doesn't keep them stuffed and buried down inside. Fuck all that, man. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's, it's not healthy. It just isn't. And it doesn't lead or help in our relationships. So, I think that's all I got for this uh, road trip series. I think this is volume three or four. I really don't know. Um, I kind of think these. If this is the first one, though, I do a lot of live videos in my Facebook group. And so that's pretty natural. But it's still just strange knowing that this is going to go out to, to many, many more people, um, including YouTube. And, and that's a whole head fuck there but um thanks for listening if you need anything please don't hesitate to, hesitate to reach out um there's a couple of things I, I do want to update you on uh or, or inform you of one is i mentioned the phoenix warriors tribe is uh, a group of men that are uh, dedicated to to really thriving and after divorce to working on themselves to looking at our issues to being vulnerable to talking about these fucking things it's a great group of men. I highly recommend it. It's five bucks a month. It isn't the most comfortable thing for me to say this shit out loud, but it, I think I provide a great space for men that really, really want to work on themselves. Uh, and that that includes me. Uh, I am, I'm a work in progress as well. So if you want to uh, find out more about that, um, you can send me an email, risingphoenixpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Um, you can also go to the website and uh, you can click on support the show and you'll go to, it's a link to the website, uh, ko-fi, ko.fi.com and I believe it's slash Rising Phoenix Podcast. That's where you can make the contributions. Um, you can set it up. It's monthly. It's reoccurring. You can also just pay uh, a couple months at a time. You can pay a year. It's $50 for a year, $5 uh, every month. I prefer the $5 because it's just easier to track. Um, I have to manually track it in a spreadsheet if you do 50. But if that's what you want to do, that's totally fine. Uh, the money goes towards the podcast, um, towards the website. Advertisements, which I'm hoping to start soon for the website. Um, editing of the podcast. Um, equipment, software, mainly software. Um, that kind of shit. So, uh, like I said, if you're interested, go to risingphoenixpodcast.com and you'll see support the show. Click on that and it'll take you to kofi.com. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about is merchandise. I have merch. If you go to risingphoenixpodcast.com and click on merch, you'll go to the Spreadshirt shop. And there is all kinds of different designs and shit on there for the podcast, for the website. 
Uh, there is a straight out of marriage shirt. Yes, I stole that idea from Dr. Dre. Uh, that's on the back of the shirt. I have hats with that on the side of the hat with different logos for either the website or the podcast. Um, so you can you can check that out. Uh, again, risingphoenixpodcast.com. Uh, click on the merch and uh, it, you will get taken to the spread shirt shops. Uh, lastly, divorce-mans-network.com. The group's function is uh, alive and well and improved. If now, if you uh, join a group and uh, in your profile, if you put your phone number, you will get a text anytime there's activity in the group. So if someone new joins the group, you'll get a text message saying, someone new has joined your private group. If someone posts in that group, you'll get a text message that says someone in your group has posted. Um, the, the purpose of that is to allow greater interaction because um, what's happening is the growth, the growth has been very slow because I'm not advertising it, except for on here on occasion. And uh, so people will join, a couple weeks later someone else will join and, and the communication is lacking. And, and that's making it difficult to get guys together. Again, the purpose of the groups on the website is to get guys together uh, locally and, and get together and, and depending on the number of guys, if it's two dudes in Minneapolis, go grab a fucking beer together. If it's five, six guys, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get with you and we'll figure out a place to go for axe throwing or some kind of shit. You know what I mean? Something to do uh, to get together and help each other through this motherfucker that we're going through. So that is all I got. Thank you very much. If you need me, you know how to get a hold of me, Rising Phoenix Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Much love. Later.